Hey everybody, welcome to the Mini Break by Cracked Rackets, your daily podcast for storylines, results, and controversy in the tennis world. Today is Wednesday, July 31st, and we're here to talk some more hardcore tennis. My name is Jamie McDonald, and I'll be your host for today. And with me is my Wednesday regular, getting back on schedule, it's Matt Stokoyak. Matt, how's it going, man? <laughs> Jamie, yeah, speaking of getting back on schedule, it feels like it's been a while, man. Sure uh, has. What's, what's our excuse here? Well, I won't get into the details. I did have some legitimate excuses, but more than anything, it's just been the craziness of the tennis world. We've had so many good podcasts, too, that have sort of thrown a wrench in the normal mini-break schedule as well. So many great interviews, and GSP's been going on, if you haven't been checking them out. Uh, There's my segue to plug those, like number 100, for example, all the good next-gen stuff that people like Gruskin have been going through. So much content we've been putting out, but it's time to get back to the regular schedule so that our listeners can, uh, you know, have that pattern and know what's coming on Wednesdays. So um, here we are. I'm excited to be back with you again. And I think today what I really want to do is talk city open tennis because there's been some really good stuff. Uh, you ready to hop into it? You got any big thoughts before we go right into results? Oh, I'm I'm pretty much ready, man. I just uh, I'll start off by saying I'm I'm looking forward to this U.S. Open series leading up sure. to the Open. I mean, I, I always enjoy this time of year. There's a lot of good tournaments, you know, right here in the U.S. Exactly. Um, so, you know, as well as uh, Canada, which I believe we'll have next week, the the Montreal mm-hmm. and Toronto Masters. So that should be a good one as well. But yeah, man, this is a fun time of year. So let's get yeah. into it. Yeah, this swing for me is always so much fun, especially if nothing else, just purely because of the times that matches are on. You know, it's like you can actually get off work or whatever and go watch a match. Or it can That's be a during point. the day over a lunch break for a lot of, you know, casual um, audience members. You know, it's just – it's a lot more fun than, you know, waking up and seeing like, oh, hey, this match, you know, ended at 4.45 in the morning and I almost yep. caught two points of it. You know, it's like – it's just it's just crazy trying to keep up with some of the ones when they're, you know, big time, you know, ATP or WTA tournaments overseas. So, no, it's a great, great time to have them on here on American soil and whatnot. But, yeah, without further ado, let's get into it. Uh, like I said, I mainly want to talk City Open today. If any other themes come up with, you know, players and – success and whatnot, we can definitely talk about that. But let's go ahead and start on the women's side, and then we will transition over to the men. Um, And listeners, we have to remind you again that we're recording this on Tuesday night, so some of the matches still might either be uh, not completed or uh, yet to go on because we are recording it Tuesday night. Um, So just keep that in mind and bear with us as we talk about the matches that have been completed. We can at least start there. So Overall, I think my big theme is just so far not a great day for the American women, has it? No, man, not really. It's uh, <laughs> in fact, it's it's been quite a terrible day, uh, if we're being honest. But um, you know, we still have a few more Americans left to play tonight, and you know, throughout the rest of the tournament, so it, it may not be all bad. But uh, the one that I, I'm really just disappointed in, I think, and it, it stems from that hype at Wimbledon is just Coco mm-hmm. Golf, man. Yeah. I, I just, I, ever since that run at Wimbledon, I've been waiting to watch her play again. I just, I, I couldn't get enough of it. And I was just, I, I enjoyed watching her play so much. And, right. you know, she makes it through qualies here, which is great. I mean, obviously it's a, it's a, you know, WTA big time event and, and she gets through there, but this was a match that in the main draw, I thought, you know, based on what we had seen recently, I thought she had a pretty decent chance to win if she was in good form. And I just, to be honest, I don't think she played well. She just, she didn't play a good match. And and that's the bottom line. I think if she's playing her best tennis 
she gets the win today. It didn't happen, and you know the the margins are slim on the tour. So for sure, uh, that's 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 what happened there. I think for me, it's just it's kind of difficult sometimes too. You know, she's coming off of great, that great run. That's the first time she's really had sort of that level of I guess you could even call it success or stardom, whatever. Um, as you said, disappointing definitely, but I think you just got to keep in mind, you know, she's 15. This is the first time she's really made these sort of, you know, uh, runs. It's just, it, it's really interesting. She's a new face for a lot of people. Of course, uh, people like us who are watching day in, day out and see stuff in the juniors, you know, we've seen this, um, coming. I think, I don't know if we necessarily saw, you know, that, that big run at Wimbledon coming, but we knew that this was coming, right. You know, we saw her for many, yeah. many years, um, we've seen the success that she's been able to have at an incredibly young age, even at like, you know, junior French Open, for example. So we knew that the talent was there. I think there's got to be a little bit of a grace period for us and for herself as well. You know, she's got to be feeling that pressure too, right? You know, this probably feels terrible for her. She's like, wow, I mean, I'm, I can get through rounds at Wimbledon and I can't even get through this one match. I, I don't know. It's difficult, but at the same time, I think um, there's not, there shouldn't be as much pressure as maybe there feels like there is at this point. She's 15. She's going to have a ton of years, but you know, like you said, just from a tennis standpoint, certainly not her best. Yeah, no, definitely not. And you know, it, it's all fair, right? I mean, she's 15. I'm, I'm not really trying to come down too hard on sure. her, but it's like for me, just the expectations after right. that run at Wimbledon, it's like all of a sudden they're kind of through the roof. And it's like, every time you see her play now, we kind of know what she's capable of when she's playing her best and so if we don't see that, then, you know, it's just, it's a little disappointing, but I mean, sure. matches like that are going to happen. Look, it's, it's the tour, right? I mean, everybody's good. She's still so young. Um, I would have loved to have seen her made a run here in, in DC, but you know, it wasn't meant to be. It's, it's all good. Yeah. She'll keep pushing. Yeah, for sure. Well, and, and one that may be even more surprising from a ranking standpoint in terms of American women is Sloane Stevens. The one seed goes out, yep. loses today. Peterson, 6-2-7-5. You know, I, I was able to catch a decent amount of this match, actually. And, um, I mean, this one really, she was just not in great form. Um, she definitely had a chance to take that second set. She was in control for a good amount of it, I'd say. Um, and just it just simply didn't get it done. I was very, this is by far the most surprising result to me on the day. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I definitely, I'm with you, man. Um, I, I just, I feel like this is a bad result. I mean, I, I don't know yeah, what else is. to say. <laughs> you know, for, you're right, it is. <laughs> I just, I'm going to come right out and say it. It's it's a bad result. I mean, on home soil, in D.C., on hard courts, you know, Sloan, we, we know she can play well. Um, this this is just a loss that I, uh, it's, it's disappointing, man. I mean, she shouldn't be losing matches like this early rounds. Yeah. Um, you know, hopefully, uh, I just hope, you know, this was maybe, you know, just a little uh, blip on the radar and she'll be back into good form, you know, coming up the next few weeks and, and the next month into the Open. Because I definitely want to see her do well at the U.S. Open. For sure. Um, this, is, this is not a good start, though. Yeah, no, you're definitely right. Well, unfortunately, another American woman uh, suffered a 2-5 and five loss. That was Vickery going out to Camilla Georgie, 6-2-7-5. Mladenovic, the French woman, takes out another American, Shelby Rogers, 6-4-6-4. Monica Puig takes out an American, Kick, 6-4-6-2. 
Um, and, you know, we've got Keys and Baptiste on right now. McNally goes on tonight. You know, wish her all the best. Of course, you're always always rooting for those American women, especially one who, uh, you know, you've been able to sort of follow the story, you know, Midwest player. You always sort of love to see that. And then yep. um, Flipkins is on tonight as well. So a lot of great action on the, on um, you know, that part of the draw there. I guess we're just really hoping for McNally to come through. I guess we have a guaranteed winner since Keys is playing an American, but man, just overall, I, I can't get over that one. Not a great day for American women, at least, yeah, at, least at the City Open. It, it's not, but I mean, and let's just, you know, if we're looking at this for a second, I mean, Monica Puig, really good WTA player. She She's, you know, solid. Mladenovic, we know what she can do. Camilla Georgie, dangerous player when she's hot. So, I mean, to be fair, some of these losses don't look all that bad. I don't think fair, it's just yeah. for me the, the the two that I was really kind of hoping and somewhat expecting were Sloan Stevens and Coco Goff. Those to me were were the two most shocking. Other than that, it's it's a little disappointing, but I can't say that I'm shocked by any of those other results. That's fair. No, that's definitely fair. Well, let's uh, get into tomorrow just a little bit on the women's side once again. Of course, a lot of these matchups have yet to be determined just because there are different matches on court or that have not even gone on yet. But the one I'm going to go ahead and target that I think is going to be a lot of fun, another American versus American battle, Lauren Davis taking on Sophia Kennan. Uh, that one's going to be a ton of fun to me. It's scheduled to go on at like 1.15 Central Time, I think. But what are your thoughts on that one? Yeah, that, I, that could be a good one. Uh, Lauren Davis, I saw her play a little bit last night against Bouchard. She absolutely took her to the woodshed. That wasn't even a match. I mean, she, she was playing very, very well. Um, and Kennan, I mean, I, I know Gruskin and I have talked quite a bit about Kennan. And yeah, I really like her game as well. So I think... You know, Kennan's definitely going to be a little bit more aggressive. She's going to be the one to try and take control of the points, be aggressive, look to move forward as much as she can. Davis is just going to scrap, use the strength in her return game, um, obviously her speed around the court. So I'm looking forward to that one as well, man. I think it could be yeah. really good. And, you know, it's just going to come down to uh, can Lauren Davis play as well as she did last night? I mean, if she does, I think she's got a good chance to win. But again, if Kennan's on, man, I mean, she's shown that she can be one of the best players in the world when she's playing well. So absolutely, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it'll be good. I mean, that's definitely true. I mean, Kennan is the three seed in this one, so she's definitely going to come in as the favorite. But yeah, Lauren Davis looked very, very solid. I mean, she just pretty much tore Bouchard apart. Didn't really give her anything. You know, one, yep. one, and two. What? Yeah. So she dropped three games. I mean, she's. She looks to be in very, very good form, so that's going to be an exciting All-American showdown. But since we are on the mini break and we're keeping up that fast pace, let's go ahead and hop over to the men's side. Um, once again, we're going to run through some of the results on the day, and there were some good matches. Um, once again, it, it's fun to see all these Americans in the draw, but you know, unfortunately, we did see some Americans fall. Jack Sock on the comeback <laughs> tour, um, he goes out seven five six three. I. Man, I just I don't know what to think of Jack Sock right now. Um, unfortunately, he also lost in doubles today too. I believe um, he was playing he, he was playing with Leander Pays, which I think is awesome. Um, but he he went out to Piers and Damon Hour. They did, excuse me. Um, so just overall, I mean, he doesn't look to be back to his top form, of course. And I I hope he gets there. You know, I'm cheering for American men, but. Man, what do we think of Jack Sock on the comeback tour right now? Uh, well, Jamie, why don't you go ahead and tell listeners what I texted you before that match earlier today? Did, well, I, did, okay. did I think that he had much of a chance? 
No, but didn't you think it was going to go to three sets? You gave him I, you gave him more credit there. I mean, I will say this though: it probably should have gone to three sets. Jack Sock. Um, I mean, look, he he definitely had some opportunities in this match, both first and second set. Um, he definitely had some opportunities to get ahead in the scoreline and at least catch back up. I mean, he. Um, so I mean, in terms of positives, that looks good. And granted, he's just now coming back, not only off of a tough year in terms of results, but also that injury that sidelined him for quite a bit of time. So, you know, quite honestly, I don't think this is that bad of a result for him. It's just a matter of, okay, is it just because he's back in that same sort of slump or is he just getting back into match form? Because I don't know which way to take it yet. It's hard to tell, man. I mean, he's 0 for 2 now. He got the wild card into Atlanta last week. He loses Mm -hmm. first round to Ketchmanovic. That was a good Um, match, I will say. Good match, yeah. A couple of tiebreakers there. I mean, but he can't pull it out. Then, you know, gets the wild card here into D.C., draws Jordan Thompson first round, loses straight sets again. So, I mean, he's 0 for 2. He hasn't won a set yet. I just – I don't know, man. My confidence level with Jack Sock right now is is clearly, I mean, not very high. I'm just I, my expectations. I just don't really have any at this point. I'm I'm not expecting yeah. him to, you know, to come back and be a force on the tour anytime soon. I'm just not. Yeah, and I think one thing too, he can probably use that to his advantage because you know not only did he have the injury, injury, excuse me, but he also had that you know bad season after coming off by far the best season of his career. So it's just. In his mind, I think he just needs to sort of go into these matches with not that much of an expectation. But, man, how do you do that? I mean, he got up to top ten in the world, right? Like, right. He's expecting to get back there. And so I think that's probably just eating away at him, and especially since he had to wait and wait and wait with that injury. You know, now he's back, and he just feels like he can't get there. But I I don't know. I, I'm definitely going to put more hope and stake in it than you are. I mean, look, he has such – I mean, he just – he has the tools, man, the serve and the forehand. You know, we've seen – We've seen players do um, quite a bit with a lot less than that in terms of weaponry. And so I think he can get back up there. It's just a matter of getting back into that match form, getting his mind right. And we'll see where it goes. But, you know, that's an American man who takes the, uh, takes a loss for the day. Another one, uh, Fratangelo, goes out to Daniil Medvedev, 6-3, 6-4. Pretty routine for Medvedev on that one. Um, there was an All-American showdown, Opelka and Eubanks, a couple of big guys doing a lot of, you know, big hitting and big serving. Opelka got that break in the first set and wrote it out 6-4 and 7-6. So, um, you know, Pretty typical scoreline of what you'd expect there. I think that's <laughs> if, if there were any sort of betting lines on that, I feel like that's exactly what you'd expect a scoreline to look like out of that match. Um, and then you know, in terms of other American men, we've got Tiafo who came up with a win six one seven six over Bublik. And finally, you know, this match has yet to go on, but you know, you and I both talked about this before. I'm really excited to watch this one. Kyrgios taking on uh, Ty Kiwikowski. That's going to be a fun one. Yeah, well, for me, it's going to be fun, man, just to see Ty at this level, you know, uh, on this stage. This is a guy that grew up in Charlotte, um, you know, I I don't want to say we grew up playing junior tennis together, but, I mean, we were definitely in a lot of the same tournaments, um, you know, he was always much better than me, but it, it, this is a guy that I just, yeah, no, I'm, I'm rooting for him, and it's great to see him out there, and I think, you know, <laughs> whatever you draw Nick Kyrgios... And you're not one of the top players in the world. You're not Raj. You're not Roth. You're not Joker. You don't know what Nick Kyrgios is going to do. He may not True. be interested, and and Ty may have a good shot to win this one. But on the other hand, if if Nick is into it and you know is really playing well, I mean, obviously, 
it's it's going to be tough. I mean, Nick is sure. awesome when he's when he's into it. So I'm just interested to see how these guys approach this match. I mean, Ty is going to scrap for everything. He's such a fighter. He's fast around the court. I'm hoping that he can get inside the head of Kyrgios a little bit and, and this thing can be a good match. That's what I'm hoping yeah. for. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I, it's it's tough to call up Set Alert, man. I mean, I got to if, – if, if I'm picking it, I got to roll with Nick Kyrgios just – just because, you know, Ty isn't really used to this stage. Um, and again, we know the skill that Kyrgios possesses. So I'll roll with Kyrgios, but I'm hoping for a good one. Yeah, for sure. Well, Kyrgios is definitely the favorite on paper. But like you said, hey, you never know. And, and especially, it's he's not one of the big guys, right? So Kyrgios may not be totally locked in. But, you know, some, some players have talked about this, the approach when playing someone like Kyrgios, like, Maybe you don't try and get in the head because when when people try and get in his head, if they piss him off, man, he's gonna lock in and you know really go after him. I don't know if that's just the ego involved. I'm not really sure what all that is in terms of curious, but I feel like sometimes when he gets pissed off, that's when he decides, okay, I'm gonna fire this up. But yeah. I've also seen him lose focus when that happens, so it's right. really exciting. It's gonna go. It's to gonna go one of outside. one of two ways. I mean, you know, he's either gonna lock in, like you said, and and just start firing aces and ripping groundies mm-hmm. and you know just taking the match like that, or he he's gonna he's gonna be that disinterested Nick Kyrgios that we know he's gonna start chirping with the crowd and you know maybe the lines people or the chair umpire and you know then we're gonna get a bunch of fireworks in the match. So I don't know. Either way, I I think yeah. it's gonna be pretty entertaining night match uh the crowd should be into it i would imagine and uh, i'm looking forward to it for sure well in terms of other matches that have yet to be completed sangha and hachinov that's a great match um that one just went on actually uh so they are i believe in the second game at this point um then chilich and Kopel. that's the other one to, that's set to go on here shortly as well but um oh and excuse me rublev and gojo uh, is on gojo actually took the First set um, over Rublev. So that's 7 6, 1 0 leading at the moment. The German over the Russian. So let's go ahead and round out the rest of the results, though. Kyle Edmund taking out Harris in a pretty routine 1 and 4. Kismanovich taking out Popperin of Australia, 7 6, 6 3. Nishioka having a great win over Dan Evans, someone who's you know been on his comeback tour and looked pretty good. Yep. Nishioka takes care of business, 6 4, 6 1. Um, some great tennis today, and you know, I think as the scheduling sort of probably does on purpose, most exciting ones are probably yet to come, at least right now. The way I'm looking at it, Sangha, Hashinov, and Kyrgios all getting the night sessions. That's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, this draw, I just have to say, this is a great draw. I mean, I remember oh, sure. looking at it you know, before any matches were played, and I was just like, wow, for a 500 event, this is a strong draw. I mean, there's a lot Absolutely. of good players, a lot of good matchups early in the tournament. You know, that's kind of the benefit of a 500. You don't have to wait that long to get into the tournament. Right. You know, it's not like a slam where there's one or two rounds where, you know, it's it, there's some some blow-off matches. All these matches are pretty darn good. So um, I'm excited for the rest of the week. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's go ahead and talk about tomorrow's match. Once again, we're not totally positive since some of those uh, matchups are yet to be determined. But of the ones that we know, I mean, there are some, there are some fun matchups, as we always say, juicy ones to look out for. Her catch and Isner, that's that's going to be a really fun one. That's set to go on stadium at around 1 central. Another big serving American, Opelka. He's going to be taking on FAA. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, match? that's – come on, man. you got to love that, right? I mean, the yeah. American against – FAA, who I'm also a big fan of. I think 
you know, <laughs> anytime Opelka plays, I mean, the the story is always the same, right? I mean, right. how many break points is he going to face? Can he come up big if he does face a break point? And how good is he going to play in the tiebreakers? You know, we know there's probably going to be a tiebreaker or two or possibly three. Um, sure. It's just it, it's a matter of whenever you play an Opelka or an Isner or a guy like that, you know the match is going to come down to one or two points, probably in breakers, and who's going to win those points? Who's going to come up clutch, hit a big shot when they need it, get a get a mini break, um, you know, in the tiebreaker and and serve it out. So right. I'm expecting it to be close. I really am. Yeah, no, I mean that's definitely fair, especially when you talk when you're talking score lines here. I mean the margins are just very just razor thin, especially when you got someone who is expected to hold that much, someone like an Opelka or an Isner. So those are definitely ones to watch out for. I think the Erber Kismanovic matchup is a really enticing one. I'm going to try and watch that one if I can. Nishioka Gofen is going to be a lot of fun. I think that's going to be kind of sort of invite a lot of really, really fun uh, rallies from the ground to watch. You know, neither, neither guy is huge <laughs> by any means. And, you know, they have their different styles that they largely try to impose by, you know, dictating play, but also being great counterpart. Punchers. It's a very interesting dynamic. So, got Gofen with a phenomenal backhand, the lefty Nishioka. We'll see what that one brings. The one that I, I still think I'm most excited about, though, I've saved for last year Sitsipas and Tommy Paul. Yep. I am very excited. And that one is slotted for the evening session as well. So, All right. everybody, get off work, go home, and watch <laughs> some, some American uh, tennis. That one is going to be a lot of fun, I think. Shout out to the schedulers in Washington, sure. man. They, they are, know. They, they know. know. They're doing this right. I, I have to give them props for that. But, yeah, man, I mean, look, Sitsipas, the one seed, right, going against Tommy. I mean, yeah, I, I hope this can be really good if, if Tommy plays well and brings a high level. I mean, I think we have a chance for a match here, but for I mean, sure. we know what Sitsipas can do. His all-court all game, he's going to serve well. Um, you know, he's got that variety. Tommy is going to have to really take his chances when they're there. I mean, I think he's going to have to play a game that's aggressive, but he's got to be patiently aggressive. I mean, w when his opportunities are there, he's got to pounce because otherwise Sitsipas is going to take advantage um, obviously if I, if I was going to pick it, I'm going to lean Stefano Sitsipas. I think he's got the edge, but look, it's two young guys, right? I mean, they're mm -hmm. similar age. They, you know, know each other from the juniors and things like that. So, I mean, mentally we'll just have to see and, and whoever's playing better, Tommy's playing some pretty good tennis right yeah. now. So he I, looked, yeah, he looked good against Kudla. Yeah. I mean, that first set, especially it was six. Oh, I was like, Oh, okay. Yep. Tommy Paul came to play and you know, it, it looked like he might've gotten in a little bit of trouble in the second set at the beginning. Then, you know, he got right back on top and won at six, four. So no messing around from him so far. And I mean, Hey, like you said, two young guys, you never know. Sitsipas. Um, I mean, he's the one seed here. So on paper and just in general sort of prediction, um, land, of course, everyone's going to be picking him for the most part. But you know, hey, the, I don't, the pressure's I don't on him, though, right? Oh, absolutely. You yeah, know, the pressure's I on mean, him. This is an expected to win match. Absolutely. Exactly. If you're Tommy, man, just just let it fly. This is one of those matches. You're in a 500 event. You're playing the one seed. You're on home soil. Just just yeah. let it rip. Let it rip. Yeah. Night session. The crowd's yeah. going to be into it. That's very man, true. Just you know, I hope he can. I hope he can play well. Yeah, he's going to have some crowd support. But, man, I'm looking forward to that one. Some other big names are in action as well. Raonic, Struff, Pear, 
Kevin Anderson. They're all on court tomorrow as well. Um, so uh, we're lined up for a really fun tomorrow and definitely the rest of the week as well. But um, as we close, do you have any final thoughts on City Open? What's coming up or uh, what you're expecting for tonight? Anything like that? Man, what just – Again, this is a 500. Are, are we sure we're not in a Masters thousand know, right? here or a slam? I mean, these matchups, <laughs> man. Names. It's it big names. I mean, with the exception of the big three, obviously, right? I mean, we we, right. we don't have any of them here. But outside of that, I mean, we've got pretty much everybody playing this thing. So, yeah, no, it's it's great, man. What what a great tournament. Again, props to the schedulers for getting the matches That's right. I can, I can get off work, come home, and watch the good ones. Oh, I love That's it. Good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're all thankful for that one. Well, another thing I'm thankful for, Matt, is you putting up with me once again. Thank you for getting on here and getting back into our regular sort of schedule. Look forward to doing the same in the coming weeks. So appreciate you. And what do we say to our listeners? That's a break. All right. We'll catch you guys next time.